Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. There, and welcome to the show. So happy to be back in the studio and record these solo episodes for you. I have been doing so many interviews. I've met amazing people, and I hope you've enjoyed those interviews that I've published on this podcast just as much as I've enjoyed doing them. And At the same time, I missed these solo episodes. I got a big list of episodes coming up. Every time I get an idea, I add it to my list, and that list has been growing. I probably have enough for about six months already. So last episode, I told you a little bit about my month in Mexico. But what I didn't tell you about was the beaches. So where we stayed was on the Pacific side, just south of Puerto Vallarta in a little town called Boca de Tamatlan. My Spanish is terrible, so I'm sorry if I've mispronounced it. But one of the fun things about staying there is that you walk about 10 minutes down to the local beach, you hop on a water taxi, and they will take you to any one of the boat access only beaches that are further south. Now, some of those beaches are only 10 minutes away, and some of them are almost an hour away. But beautiful beaches, hardly anybody, and a great way to spend the afternoon. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I have entitled it, Five Steps to Sign Your First Clients. And I want to read you a podcast review. Here it is. Candy is the best. It didn't take many episodes for me to realize that I needed Candy in my life as a coach. She is everything that you'd imagine she'd be, caring, curious, kind, empathic, and wise. I feel like a stronger coach, a better wife, mother, and kinder to myself after becoming her client. Just listening to her podcast will improve your life. And yes, that reviewer is one of my clients. I have a favor to ask. If you like this episode, please make sure to follow my show and share it with a friend. 
I really appreciate you helping me get the word out about She Coaches Coaches. All right. So this episode is an interesting one. I've been writing it for a while and modifying it, trying to make it even simpler to help you out. But it's something that I've recorded and written in response to the number one question that I get from coaches. And the question sounds like this. How do I sign clients? It may sound like, how can I find clients? And then how do I get them to say yes? So if that's top of mind for you, then listen in and take action. I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear how it goes. So the name of the episode the five steps to sign your first paying clients. Now, this first step is one that you might not have expected, but let's get started. Step number one, decide and focus. Decide and focus on signing clients. I know that it kind of sounds obvious, but what I've seen is that it's really common for new or struggling coaches to be saying that they want to sign clients But then where they're spending their time and energy is on branding or writing a blog or fiddling with their website. So for now, if you want coaches, if sorry, if you want paying clients, commit to only doing the things that are going to move the needle forward. Commit to doing things that will help you sign the clients instead of allowing yourself to be distracted. Sometimes that distraction sounds easier. It might even sound like more fun in the moment, and you might unknowingly be avoiding doing something that's out of your comfort zone, but know this, there is nothing more uncomfortable than being a coach who has no clients, a coach who makes no money and isn't making the difference in the world that they want to make. So don't allow distraction to make you trade that short-term pleasure for the long-term satisfaction of working with your people. Once you sign your first paying clients, everything else after that is going to be so much easier. Step number two, have an offer. And when I say an offer, I don't mean saying something like, yeah, you could hire me for a coaching session. When you meet somebody and they're interested in coaching, you want an offer that you can give them so that they know they're going to get a result. Not, hey, yeah, you could fire me for a coaching session or two. Coaching grows. It matures with value and time. And if you want to do your clients a real service, they need to speak with you more than once. So this means you want to offer them a package. I often recommend that new coaches use five weekly sessions as their pilot program. Your offer is not going to be, sure, five coaching sessions, just like it's now an hour of coaching, because really no one wants coaching. They don't understand what coaching could do for them. And so they have no idea why they would even want it. They do want a solution to their challenge. People have challenges. They have goals that they want to reach. So they either want more of something or less of something. And coaching will help them get that result. So instead of five sessions of coaching, change your offer so that it helps them reach an outcome. It could sound something like these examples. 
You could offer a less stressed coaching package, or how about lose that last five pounds coaching package, even get your toddler to sleep through the night coaching package, or have better communication with your teen coaching package, or one that is my favorite because this is what I would have wanted when I was 40, the what do you want to be when you grow up for 40-year-olds coaching package. Do you see what I mean? All of those are very clear what they deliver. There's a solution that people want. They want less stress. They want their toddler to sleep through the night. They want to know what to do when they grow up. You get the idea. So now, you can brainstorm what that five-section package might be for you, the one that you would offer to your clients. Don't make it complicated. Don't confuse yourself. You've got areas of your life I know that you already help people with. Now layer that area with your coaching and you are ready to go. There are four main decisions to make about your offer. The first is your offer would be five sessions. Now, different coaching packages are different lengths, of course, but if you're brand new and you've never done this before, just say it's going to be five sessions. That means your first leg of your offer is complete. The second, what does the package help them with? What's the outcome? Do they, will they lose the last five pounds? Will they help their toddler sleep through the night? Something that they actually want. Third, name it. Give it a clear and uncomplicated name, just like those examples I just told you about. And fourth, give it a price. A price for the package, not a price by the session. And now you're done. Four decisions. Your offer would be five sessions. What does it help them with is the second. The third is name it clearly. And the fourth is give it a price. How much you charge is up to you. This is something that I work through with my clients. So if you're finding you need more help, click the link in the episode notes to find out more about how you can work closely with me to get support. Now, let's go on to step number three. Get your tools in place. So this is like your back office. So what I mean by your tools is three things that a new coach needs. They need a Zoom account, they need an online scheduler, and a way to receive money. There's a ton of good online schedulers out there, but I recommend you use Calendly or Acuity Acuity Scheduling. It's a tongue twister if you don't already have one set up. You don't want to spend time researching the tech. Just choose one and go. Those are both very good platforms and they will serve you for a long time. You want one of these calendars because you don't want to have to play email tag with someone who's interested in talking to you about coaching. When someone says they're interested, then all you have to do, send them the link and they're going to find a day and a time that works with their schedule. When you're setting up your calendar, you're going to choose your availability. What that means is what are the days of the week that you're going to coach and what hours within those days will you coach? And that is going to make it so easy for your potential clients to find a time to work with you. Next, for that online scheduler, I recommend that you create three appointment types. 
I told you we're getting into the details on this episode. The first is a coffee chat. That is a 15-minute quick get-to-know-you call. It's perfect for somebody who just has a couple little questions. The second is a coaching experience, also known as a discovery call or a consult or a sample session. These are usually 30 to 45 minutes, and it's a way for somebody to experience coaching. And then if you decide that it's a great thing, you're going to offer to work with them. The third kind of appointment is a client coaching call. This is the appointment type that you're going to use with your clients who are going to coach with you. So that's it for the online schedulers. Now, you want to set up a Zoom account. Use the free version to begin with. I recommend that for new coaches, run your calls for about 45 minutes max. It's much preferable to do all of your coaching and your coffee chats and your consultations on Zoom or by phone at the start. And I'll tell you why. This is your business. And as much as you might love coaching and as much as you're dreaming about having this amazing business, the time that you spend driving or taking transit to go and meet people face-to-face is really fun. And that is great for networking and connecting with people. But now when you are doing business, you are setting up coaching calls, you're setting up consultations, you're setting up these coffee chats to talk specifically about coaching. You don't want to spend that time commuting back and forth to the coffee shop. And the other thing is it can be hard to find a place that's private enough. So use Zoom for all your coaching places, for all your coaching calls. It's going to give you a confidential space to sit and speak with them. And who knows, you're probably going to be like me. You're going to probably be coaching people halfway around the world or on the other side of the country. So the third thing for your back office, getting your tools ready, is a way to receive money. The easiest way to do it to begin is a PayPal account. There are certainly other payment processors that work well, but it is a well-recognized payment processor It's recognized internationally, and it is a safe place for services. It's going to give your potential client a feeling of safety, knowing that everything is going to be okay, and for you as well. You can also use PayPal to create invoices. Step number four, you want to tell people that you are a coach and invite them to experience a coaching exercise. Tell them they're going to get clarity, a new perspective, And they'll have some actions to put into play. Notice you can ask them if you'd like a coaching experience. And you can also ask them, you want to let them know what that coaching experience is like. This is a great way to expand your circle and practice your coaching. And you can also ask them who else they know that might like to experience this. You can connect with them by email, DM, phone, or when you see them in person. Your goal is to schedule as many of these coaching experiences or discovery calls as possible. Now, there's two reasons for that. One is that the more you do these discovery calls, the more confident you're going to feel, the more impact you're going to have. You're going to feel so much better being the coach face-to-face with a potential client. And the second reason to do as many discovery calls is even do them with people who 
would never be your client, like your sister or your grandma or your neighbor, because you want to help them experience coaching too. When they understand what coaching is like, then it's so much easier for them to recommend other people to you as well. So tell people you're a coach, invite loads of people to having a discovery call, those who are potential clients and those who are not, practice your coaching, work on your confidence, and either invite the people who you think might be a client to be a client, or if you know they're not in the position to be a client, ask them for a referral. That's the way you're going to sign clients. Now, finally, step number five schedule calls and have conversations. This is where your online scheduler comes in handy. When you speak to somebody who's interested, you give them the link to your calendar, they schedule a time. Then they get a reminder with the call-in details. And at the scheduled time, you both show up on Zoom. You come prepared for the call. So you're ready to guide that conversation. Your aim is to have a really good connection, a good conversation, to give them an understanding of what coaching can do for them, and if appropriate, invite them to be a client. I often recommend new coaches do something called the wheel of life. It's a good, solid coaching exercise, and it doesn't take long, but it's going to give the person that you're meeting with a new perspective. It also gives you a framework so you don't get lost or confused or overwhelmed in the discovery call. I'll put a link in the episode notes for more information about how to do the Wheel of Life. Now, after you've done the Wheel of Life, invite the person to work with you if you think you're a match. You could do this simply and easily with one sentence. It sounds like this. Would you be interested in finding more about working with me? Now, if they say yes, you're going to tell them about your five-session package, right? Once they have decided yes or no, either is fine, you're going to ask them, who else do you know that would like to experience coaching? Remember, your goal is to do lots of these consultations, lots of these discovery calls, give lots of coaching experiences, and invite the appropriate people to work with you. So that's it. Those are the five steps. The first, decide and focus that this is what you're focused on right now. The second, have an offer. The third, get your tools in place. The fourth, tell people that you're a coach. And the fifth, schedule calls and have conversations. Take these five steps and focus entirely on signing clients. Give yourself this laser-focused time, and when you do, your results will compound, and you're going to be amazed. Also, notice all the things you may have thought that you need that you don't. How many new coaches out there think they need a logo, a brand, a website, lifestyle photos, a complicated niche, a beautiful social media feed? You don't need any of those things to get started. So many things that you don't need. I'm not saying that those things are not important because they can be, but they're not important yet. What you do need is to talk to the people, invite them to coaching, show up, be present, connect with them, and then straight up, ask them if they want to work with you. 
Now, while all those other new coaches are out there fiddling with their website, you're going to be out there signing clients, making money, and coaching. So, these are the steps you want to take to launch your business, but this is all you need to sign your first paying clients. My goal is for my clients to show up more time doing what they love. I want my clients to be coaching and less time doing the business setup. So this is my wish for you. Focus on signing at least a few clients first before you dive in and do all those other things, all the website building and the branding, all of that. Go out and get yourself some clients, make some money and get coaching. Now, for you who knows that you maybe want some more help, go to the episode notes and learn about some of the ways that you can work with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.